Perik Beis Mishnavov, second chapter, sixth Mishnah. So the Torah tells us that together with the Korban Pesach, you would have to eat matzah and also bitter herbs, maror. And um, it's interesting, obviously, we do not have Korban Pesach today. Uh, we don't have the Paschal sacrifice. So although it used to be uh, biblical, nowadays... Um, eating maror on Pesach is midrah banan. The rabbis um, required us to eat maror on Seder night. Uh, these bitter herbs. Question is, which bitter herbs are we talking about? What classifies as maror? So the Mishnah says, bapesach. These are the vegetables that a person can fulfill the obligation on Pesach. For maror, for bitter herbs. Bechazeres. So chazeres is usually understood as chasa, as lettuce. Um, Uvulshim. Uh, some translate this as chicory. Vatamcha. Again, not clear what tamcha is. Maybe some sort of a endive or something like that. Not clear. Uvacharchavina. Again, some people translate this and understand this as some form of eryngium, which are very bitter um, leaves um, and stalks. Vamoror and with moror, which uh, Rambam translates as some sort of a bitter coriander. But again, the, the ultimately, we don't know exactly what all these species are. We have a certain tradition on, on certain species, lettuce certainly. Um, we Ashkenazim uh, quite commonly use horseradish. Um, and uh, the, you know there are certain other things, perhaps in other cultures, but the, but um, these are different species of bitter herbs that are used. Yotzim bohen bein lachem bein We can we fulfill our obligation with them whether they are moist or dry. But not if they're pickled, if they're stewed, or if they're cooked. Presumably those that uh, knocks out some of the bitterness of those particular items. Umitstarif in the Kazais and all these different species um, can join together to have the required amount to eat, which is a Kazais, an olive-sized amount. So if you have a little bit of one and a little bit of the other together, as long as you have a Kazais altogether, one has fulfilled his obligation. Vyotsin bekelach shalhem, and one also fulfills the obligation with their stalks uh, as well. Um, the qualification that we said before that this doesn't matter whether they are moist or dry does not apply to the stalks. If the stalks are dry, they lose their bitterness altogether. Um, and that's that you one cannot fulfill an obligation uh, with that. And then the last, um, so as the mission is one that we saw similarly with matzah, if a demai, one can fulfill one's obligation if it's from produce of an amha'aretz, of an ignoramus who. Uh, we're not sh- sure, um, it's familiar with the halachat, so if we don't know if it's been tithed or not, nevertheless, since it can be eaten, as we said previously, by a poor person, um, one can fulfill one's obligation of maror with those things. Similarly, uvamasa rishon shenitla trumoso, with um, something that's had its tithe for the Levite, but has not had truma for the Kohen separated from it, since it's permissible for the Levite to eat it, um, it can be used for maror. Uva masasheni, the hektish shenifdu. And similarly with uh, a tithe called masasheni, which was usually brought to Jerusalem on certain years of the yearly cycle. Um, 
and also sanctified produce, uh, which had been redeemed. So therefore the items themselves are now um, free to be used by anybody. So the, all of those, of course, can be used um, for Marara, just like we said with the matzah.